Rebel Nation, it's time for the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with your host, Gary Darby. Brown fakes left, goes right himself. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Ole Miss. Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch. It's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Make your voice heard. Be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the powder blue house. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. Hello, gang, and welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I am Gary Darby behind this microphone. Tonight, we're going to be joined by Hayden King. Our, our good friend Chuck Roundsville is out tonight, and, and thoughts are with Chuck and, and Hope. Look, we've all been on the injury report in, in this program. Every one of us have. Well, well, well hey, hey, knock on wood there. Don't, hey, don't be putting me in that Hayden is category. with us tonight. So we've got Hayden King. Uh, that will fill in and do some things uh, Chuck Wise on the program. Some big shoes. You got to fill. follow those shoes. Uh, and Gordon Ford is here, and occasionally he speaks a syllable or two too. How are you? I'm fabulous, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You sure? Yeah. Well, you know, I had my. You had uh, the ice storm. I, yeah, I had yeah. the ice storm. You had the ice storm. I had a pipe bust in my house no. while I was laying in the bed and got I mean. on my dog, and I had to pull it all out and all that. And that sounds like a country you know what. <laughs> Watch, watch the Rebels game. It was a really good effort by the team. Uh, you know, just fell short. You know, Florida got Colin Castellan back. And, you know, I got to give this group of Rebels um, a hand here because I, I'll tell you right now, they are injured, playing their hearts out. And, I mean, they're just really uh, – falling further on the depth chart of players to play, you know? Well, we'll have Coach Kermit Davis on with us in the back end of the program. Let me tell you what's coming up here uh, today. We'll have Jake Thompson coming on with our game day outlook. He will be live at the SJB Pavilion, mm-hmm. uh, where the Ole Miss women's basketball team, uh, currently ranked number 25 in one of the polls, just held Missouri to one of their uh, fewest points by an SEC team in over 30 years, getting the win on the road. It's number 15 LSU tonight at the Pavilion. Uh, the tip-off is is just mere seconds away there. Right now. Uh, we'll try and uh, keep up with that. And then we'll have Jaker coming on uh, with us from the Pavilion to talk a little bit about that, but then to get into the baseball press conference and things that, that happened with uh, Coach B not long ago. And we'll get some baseball discussion from Jake. We'll do your text messages at 662-426-1093. At 662-426-1093. That's the number to call to be involved with the program. And we'll also have the injury report. Then Coach Kermit Davis comes on in the back end of the program. We'll talk about more injuries, unfortunately, and getting ready for Alabama coming up this week. All right, so good news. I'm still a little bit off of good, bad, and ugly. Sure. Okay? Sophomore tight end Casey Kelly awarded a scholarship after uh, the play last year. Got that on Sunday. We had seen Chad Kelly talking about it on Twitter. Uh, you know, he, he needs a scholarship. He right. deserves a scholarship. Was excited. Finally got a, a scholarship. Good story to see and to have happen with Ole Miss football. Absolutely, and I think he's well-deserving of that scholarship, too. I mean, he's definitely been a nice uh, – 
a nice item, a nice piece to have on that offense. And, uh, you know, he's, he's done a good job and I think definitely deserving of a scholarship. And, you know, why not keep it in the family? Yeah. You know, old Chad did a great job here, and his brother's not doing too shabby either. So I uh, was happy to see that. Well, I hope his brother ends up in the USFL. And, you know, there's been talk of that, but you haven't seen any USFL rosters yet. Just a bunch of coaches hired. But, yeah, uh, Casey's done a great job, man. And, and I'm very happy they've got a scholarship. I mean, it's a good thing. Yeah. Now get an offensive coordinator to throw it to the tight end. Yeah. Not saying that we didn't throw it to Dawson Knox, but we didn't throw it to Dawson Knox when he was here. No, no. Just, just you know. you got to throw that out take there. Take a shot when yeah, you got absolutely. it. absolutely. Right? So congratulations, Casey Kelly. Got his scholarship. Big weekend coming to Oxford on April the 23rd. My goodness. Um, if you want a hotel room, you're out of luck. Yep. It's not happening. Not in Oxford, at least. No. Uh, maybe uh, if you know somebody in Batesville or New Albany or Tupelo or... Even uh, in the Olive Branch, Memphis, sure. the casinos, I don't know. But coming up on April 23rd, uh, a big weekend, the 2022 Grove Bowl presented by Mississippi Home Care. A kickoff is slated at noon. And, of course, uh, we also have Ole Miss v. Mississippi State in baseball right. that weekend. Uh, the three-game slate is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday the Saturday first pitch is at 3.30. So you get football with the Grow Bowl at noon. You get the first pitch, 3.30 for baseball. And you have double-decker going on at the right. same time, where former Ole Miss baseball player, current country music star Brett Young is the Friday night entertainment. Yes. So uh, a big weekend, plus there's other local events that are going on that are going to make it what Oxford is usually what? 40,000, 50,000 with students or, mm-hmm. or whatnot? Probably about three times that level. Yeah, it's going to be a crazy weekend. My buddy from San Diego is actually going to come in to Oxford for the oh. first time that weekend. Uh-huh. I was like, well, you better <laughs> There's buckle room up. I thought I was going to get him coming in. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's, it's, for you to stay. Yeah, it's, I know uh, I'm not staying at your house, Gary. <laughs> yeah. We've got rooms. If you you got to share with little, you know, toddlers. But, you know, if you don't mind watching cartoons... We, we, we might find a spot for you. That actually sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, might, I might trade out, frankly. Let, let, let him go to your house. Yeah. Gordon, you, can, and, you yeah. can take over the Shangri-La that weekend. I'll be over at the Darby house watching cartoons and, and trying to be out of the action. Our good friend Rhino is back in the studio trying to make sure that uh, these three uh, keep this show in line as best he can. I just heard him in my ears yeah. as as we speak. So it's Gary, Hayden, Gordon with the show tonight. Jake Thompson's at the Pavilion. We'll go find him next and get our game day outlook. That look at uh, the news brought to you by our friends at First South Farm Credit. Back with the show in a few. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land 
since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Welcome back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm Gary Hayden and Gordon all in studio today. And again, uh, we need Big Chuck back here next week when we do the program. But Hayden, we are glad you're with us today. Thank we, you. We are glad Thank you're you, with Hayden. us. I appreciate it being here and, uh, you know, big shoes to fill with the old Chuck out. Uh, wish him a speedy recovery and mm-hmm. best of health. We miss you, buddy. So uh, take care out there, man. All right. This game day outlook's brought to you by Mars, Mars, and Mars. They're your contact for serious injuries for over 30 years. Jake Thompson writes with the Ole Miss spirit at Jake Thompson on three. And he is currently at the pavilion where we'll start the game day outlook. Jake, how are you? I'm doing good, guys. How are y'all? Things are fine. We kind of got the television going here LSU and Ole Miss. LSU number 14 in the country, Ole Miss ranked 25, and one of them, 8 4, is what I'm seeing as far as the score blinking on our, our television <laughs> there. Uh, but before we get uh, into baseball, which is where we want to carry you, you are doing some stuff. And we'll be riding on this almost women's game as well. Early thoughts on Coach Yo's season? Uh, you know, I was honestly kind of thinking about this just sitting uh, at my spot during pregame. And, you know, a lot of basketball left to go about a month of the regular season before they get to Nashville for the tournament. But, you know, I, I'd be hard-pressed to, to say Yo maybe isn't a SEC Coach of the Year candidate just because of what she's done. Obviously, she's very similar to Kiffin, hit that portal hard, got some girls in with, with LaShonda Monk and Angel Baker, and they've paid dividends. I mean, they're sitting here, I, I believe it's still 8-4. to four. I've kind of snuck off to a quiet spot in the pavilion. But, uh, you know, contending with some teams. I know they dropped a couple against South Carolina, Georgia, probably teams that even she may view are still a step above them at this point. But I mean, they're they're sitting there as a seven seed in the in the brackets uh, for those who do that, you know, bracketology and you know firmly inside the NCAA tournament, which would be the first time in 15 years that Ole Miss has, has even sniffed that. Honestly, so you know, I'd say midway point of SEC play, she's got to be a coach of the year candidate. Both teams 18 and four playing at the Pavilion right now. Both teams six and three in the women's SEC standings. The winner will jump up into a tie for third, uh, and it's LSU up 10-9 to at this point. Now we want to get into some baseball stuff with you, and I'm going to get a, a general overview that I know Hayden's got a thought process. We'll get Gordon in here as well. You know, Mike gave up a, a, a big dissertation before answering questions or things. There's a lot of excitement getting ready for baseball, which starts here in a few. 
Yeah, it's, uh, he gave us his usual kind of, like you said, dissertation, his thesis <laughs> on the on the season before it starts, and his kind of his thoughts, and then he got into the lineup. But you know, there is there is a lot of excitement, I think, uh, within this team. I know the rankings are kind of all over the place, and you know, preseason rankings. Who knows what happens? Because you saw what happened with some of those top teams in Texas, where Ole Miss started the season last year, where Ole Miss beat up on a couple of them, and then they fell out. But you know, the big question is. You know, pitching and and Bianco is the first to, to say that, and everybody else is too. You got Derek Diamond, who was a question mark at times last year, more times than not, who is now at least for the first weekend, come next weekend, is your Friday starter. But then you've got the the Saturday Sunday guy. Somebody's got to be on the mound uh, come those two days, and that's to be determined over this week and next week leading up to the season opener. And you know, uh, that's the big key. But you got all the offense back. Uh, every bit of it that was a major, you know, producer and, and contributor, all of it's back, plus some some new faces that that add depth there. And you know, the guy that's that was the word everybody used was depth, uh, offense, but mostly in pitching. They feel like yeah, they don't have those the Nikhazy arm, the the gunner arm, but they've got depth all across the board, all into the bullpen, which you didn't really hear that much even in preseason talk last year. Is, is the the chance to have some depth in the in the pitching staff. Yeah, Jake, uh, I wanted to kind of touch on that, too. I feel like that's kind of been the talk around town is last year with your with your pitching, it was the lack of depth. Yeah, you had a lot of talent starting, but if things went awry during the games, you didn't really have what you needed or wanted when it came to uh, doing some relief there in the games. But uh, a guy that I was interested in coming into this season, of course, he played football and also, you know, uh, two-sport athlete, Taiwan Malone, all right, big old rascal, 6'4", 3'10". Uh, how did he look out there during the scrimmages? I heard he hit a couple balls out of the park, which is to be expected, but also heard uh, the big fella's got some good hands, too. What would your, what was your overall take on uh, Mr. Malone? Uh, he kind of reminds me, and you know, I may be biased as this is my, my team, but he reminds me of a, a new Hall of Famer, Big Poppy, just in stature. Nah, he looks nah. out there. He is... He is very large on the base path, and you know he is at first base. There's no hiding hiding him out there. He's six four three ten. Before uh, b- before they did a scrimmage, but yeah, I, I know he hit one out this past weekend. I think yesterday's scrimmage actually. And you know, I asked I think Ben Van Cleve and maybe Peyton Chatnier. Well, I just asked him. You know, I know he's just getting out here. This is his first couple weeks with y'all coming over from football. What's kind of the initial takeaway, or maybe did y'all see him? What did y'all see in the fall if he came over and you know hitting the hitting the cages? And the word they used uh, emphatically was power. And I think Van Cleve's eyes lit up when he said it. So obviously there is power. And then Taiwan produced that yesterday with that home run. And you know I I kind of can see him maybe as a guy who gets some play in midweek when those maybe you know how you know how those midweek games go they get out of hand quickly sometimes and and Mike put some guys in I could see him getting some play there or even in some of these non conference weekend games where the games get out of hand that not, not garbage time but just get him out there with a comfortable lead in case he makes some of those fresher mistakes because even Mike said when we asked him you know it's tough it's tough on a guy to do both sports you know and he's had a handful of those that have done that you know just in recent memory so he kind of knows how hard it is to adjust and adapt quickly and uh, but i think initial results feel like taiwan is at least not afraid of the moment of maybe becoming a guy sooner than maybe people think hey jake you know you watched him out there is you know for that a guy that size is he able to move he seemed to have some agility. Now I didn't get to see much of that. He, uh, you in first uh, base, you got to move. Balls were just yeah, kind of so. coming right to him. 
but he looked to be a guy that was limber. Now we saw, you know, watching him on the field, football field, two different, whole different sport, different skill set. But he was moving around and, and you know getting off on on the blocks there, you know, in, in the trenches. So you would think, at least from the leg perspective, he's able to kind of maybe get a jump on a, on a ground ball that may not bounce right to him. All right, buddy. We appreciate your time there inside uh, the pavilion. Go do your work. You, when would you have something up about the game on the Spirit? Uh, well, I'll have something up probably <laughs> about an hour or so after the, we get to talk with Coach Yo. So in a couple hours. All right. Go back to your spot. you got a minute 39 left to go in the first quarter. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Thanks Jake. Take care. Thanks, Jake. 12-9 LSU leading that women's basketball game and uh, a couple of the top teams in the SEC going on in Oxford. To baseball, season opens – Friday the 18th. Hard to believe. We're right it? there. I mean, you're you're ready to go. Charleston Southern comes in. Uh, then you get Arkansas State uh, in in midweek action before Virginia Commonwealth, who's always uh, in a regional. It seems like I know there's been several during the time I was doing Ole Miss baseball that you ran up against Virginia Commonwealth. You know what ULM is like. UCF after that challenging schedule of Memphis and whatnot early uh, for Coach B. And I, I think. When we talked with Coach uh, Clement uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, it was basically about the hitters. Yeah. And you have most of that back. And Tim Elko at first base. Burford's taking over at third, it looks like. Yeah. Bench moving out to center. All of that working out. But to Jake's point, what are the pitchers going to be like? I think to where, that's that's what everybody's waiting to see at 4 o'clock February the 18th. Well, that is. I mean, you talk to anybody around town and saying, you know, really you have pretty much your starting, you know, lineup. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> you know, every, everybody's back. Nothing has really changed at all. Maybe a couple of uh, adjustments here and there. But obviously the big question was with the pitching. And I think, you know, like Jake kind of alluded to, it is depth, what you're going to have now, which is good. You might not have. I don't want to say the star power, the firepower you'd have with your starters like you had last year, but now you have some people that can come in, and if things go bad, uh, you got some arms that you can kind of depend on to, to get you through the ball game in those tough innings. Sounded like a, a good good weekend for baseball yeah. out there, both because um, I keep you know keep up with it, social media and all that stuff. Not the velocity of the pitchers, the velocity of the young guys were really good over the weekend yes. on on the hill, and then we are seeing guys able to turn that around. Right, ninety four coming in, left at one hundred six going out. Right, you know that's the way it is. That's the way it's going to be in the SEC, and so we have that kicking up for us starting up on the eighteenth. Just amazing. It's time to roll. Kid, I gotta get the cooler pack for Swayze, man, and the old uh, lounge chair dialed in. There's nothing like it, no, is it? Not. There's no. nothing like it. Getting that opportunity to go out there and sit and watch three days of baseball. If you got your spot, no matter where it is, mm-hmm. kind of go in, find somebody with seats occasionally along sure. the way, and just chat with them. But get on back out in the left or right, wherever it may be, and we're expanding that place again. Right. I gotta ask you guys, where's y'all's favorite spot to taking a ball game at beautiful Swayze Field? I'm left field right down the you know the tents that are right down the left field line. There's three or four tents right there at the edge. Yeah. That's where my, my wife kind of schmoozed her way into many uh, years ago with those people when I was on radio and we still go out there and hang out with them. Same place. Yeah. 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 I'm with you. I've I've seen you guys get in trouble over there a time or two. Once or twice. Once or twice. Along the way. <laughs> if you want a text message in, 662-426-1093. That's the way to do it. 662-426-1093. We'll take the text messages. And we've got the injury report coming your way next. Getting you towards the midway point of the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. 
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Lawsuits have been filed by parents of premature babies who died or were seriously injured of necrotizing enterocolitis after being given Similac or Enfamil infant formula. The law office of Dan Mars is currently accepting necrotizing enterocolitis cases in all 50 states. If your child was injured or died after being given Similac or Enfamil baby formula, please call the law office of Dan Mars immediately for free consultation at 1-800-650-2152. That's 1-800-650-2152. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Got your text messages now. We'll get the injury report coming up. Text messages presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw. You can check out their website at ccmoxford.com. ccmoxford.com for homes as well as lots, lands, and condos for sale in Oxford. CCM Oxford. Dot com And so to the text message line we go. And uh, the first question uh, was about baseball and wanted to know about setup, mm. right? But this is for right field now, okay? Yes. Uh, the information that I have, it's on the 11th. It's it's on Friday. So, oh. yes, right, right? Yeah, right field setup is Friday with an open practice to follow. Tents will be provided. Uh, so there's there's free food, there's raffles, uh, tents provided to set up uh, along the back row of the student section. If you want more information, go to uh, the Ole Miss uh, Sports website, and you can find that out. So we're ready to set up already. A we're week ready. Pr- a week prior. When was the last time you were in right field, Gary? I have never been in right field. What? Come True on. True story. Never been in right field. Come on. Well, I was either in the press box yeah. or all my people that were offering food yes. and other you know, libations. Libations, sure. Yeah. Uh, we're in left. Uh huh. And then I was way too old to go out and uh, to write. We might be able to get you out there. For now, lunch. I kind of like the idea of the things that they're building out there behind it. It leaves the students alone. Yeah. They still have their deal, and you can be back out there. I kind of think I like that a little bit. Sure. But I've just been a left field guy. Never been. Last time for you. Oh, I went out there last year. Right field last year. <laughs> like it, Aiden. Went out there one time. Uh, you know, it was uh, it was entertaining. I definitely uh, felt a little 
older sure. being out there, but uh, man, it just brought back great memories from the old college days. Sure. Yeah. Text message line 662-426-1093 and, and multiple wanting to know about Arch Manning texts along the way. Sure. And we're going to get into a little Arch news later. Right. Right. right? Yes. We've got him in the recruiting segment coming up. Right. He's narrowed it to four. Correct? I believe so. Narrowed it to four along the way, dropping Clemson out of the list. And then we do have some some news, and and you may you may bring this up later again. I don't know, and that is, is that David Cutcliffe's being mentioned as an analyst at Texas. Correct, right? And we know how close the Mannings are with Mr. Cutcliffe. They're they're trading Christmas cards. Yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. along the way. And so I don't know what that means. I don't know if that story's true, but multiple reports out of Texas are are, are, are spinning that at sure. this point in time. So, you know, here's the thing. Look, we're going to do a recruiting segment. It'll be mentioned somewhere along the way of Arch Manning, but I, I get it. We want Arch Manning in Oxford. You want Arch Manning in Oxford. Sure. No matter what. Uh, but much like, look, Eli was open, right? We know where the Peyton went to Rocky Top. Right. Eli was open until things changed as far as the job was concerned, and David Cutcliffe came here. Yeah, but he's only going to be an analyst. I mean, he won't be coordinator. An analyst. But he'll be there. Yeah, he'll be there. That's the, that's the whole key. Then again, he's been at Duke all those years. You think he's going to move to Texas just out of the blue? Like because that analyst job doesn't pay a lot of money. He doesn't need any money. He's, yeah. he's pretty much set. He doesn't need any money. Okay. I would be, you know, I you know, I was hoping he was just going to move back here with the grandkids, right, right, and just be in town here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know, well, that would be ideal, way, right? Yeah. But the news out of Texas, not it, not in any way is it about anything financially for David Cutcliffe. It's just about staying with football, being an analyst, and it's being about Texas being smart too. True. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about Texas being smart, no matter what you think about. You know, cut the coach. Right. Um, connections help. We know what it's all like. And as, as much as we have discussed the NIL money, that's really not going to be as big of a decision for the Manning family as it is for well, everyone else. I look at it this else. way, and I know we're going to go in the recruiting. We've only got a few minutes. I think Lane Kiffin himself has proven that he's a quarterback guru, and if uh, Matt Corral goes in the first round who wasn't even playing at one time because they were running the option. Yes. So there you go. I think I'd be look heavily on that. All right, let's get into the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Mr. King's going to play this role. Go ahead. That's right. All right, Injury Report. You hate that there's names on it every week because that right. means people are injured and they're out and they can't help. And, of course, uh, a couple of big ones, especially with basketball. you got your power forward, Robert Allen. Of course, he's out for the season with that knee injury. Deshaun Ruffin, uh, who was just rounding into form after being hurt after the first game with that wrist injury. Now he's out for the rest of the season with that knee problem as well. You hate to see it and guard Jarkel Joyner. He's back in the lineup after missing the last month plus with that back injury. He got uh, he played a decent amount of minutes considering he just came off that injury uh, in Florida this weekend. Got seven points and six rebounds, right. I believe. But I, I don't think he's fully ready. I mean, we've all had back problems. Yes, and you just don't, especially after surgery, you right. just don't jump out there like that. And I, you know, we'll, we'll ask Carmen about that. Right, we'll we have will. him on later. And I, I think as he was talking about the excitement of getting him back, it was more in line of maybe like Wednesday against Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. Or, right, or later in the week. And then when you lose Ruffin. And then you got to get him loss. out there. You got to yeah. get him out there. You d- you didn't have an option. Didn't I know mean, it would be this many a, minutes. In a, right but. in a perfect world, he would be probably not playing 
this past weekend in Florida, mm-hmm. and he gets the rest and he gets some reps in practice and gets ready for Alabama. But with uh, Ruffin going out, uh, you kind of had to show your hand a little bit and put him out there early. True. I mean, he's all you got, kind of, yeah. you know. So Then it went to overtime. It did go to overtime. And he, won. and he played 40. Yeah. He played 40 minutes. Yeah. Coming off the bench on the way on the way back, right? Um, uh, you look at the minutes. Fagan played 34. Mirel played 45. Brooks, 39. Crowley only played 12. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that was a uh, – you got to have him play more than that. That's that's going to have to be a factor because of the numbers, right? Yeah. Rodriguez played 36, and we saw Vander Hayden with six. Right. Mm-hmm. Along the way, and he's going to get those Sammy Hunter minutes. Kermit told us that. Yeah. Um. And and I thought it wasn't bad. I mean, he had four rebounds in six minutes. Yep. So missed know, a shot. He rushed it a little bit. Yeah, you right. know. But 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 still, it's where you are, right? You got eight guys. You got to play yeah. them. Yeah. And we were we were talking so much about it last week. Of we haven't seen Jarkel and Ruffin together. We're finally going to get to see them together. But and oh, then, by the way, unfortunately, right. yeah, great win for the Rebels in Baton Rouge, though. It was great. Great I mean, win. You know, we kind of talked about it last week. If you if you get out of that road stand one and one, uh, it's not bad. I don't think people thought it was going to be the one and one how it went. Probably reverse, but nonetheless, you beat a ranked team in LSU, and then uh, you had a chance to kind of put it away there with Florida. It didn't happen. You take an L, but now at least you're going to be back at home taking on uh, Bama on Wednesday. All right, it's Gary Who's Hayden. a beatable team. Sure. Sure. Well, when you, when you look, I mean, Ole Miss is three and seven, next to last in the SEC. Yeah. They're one game behind. South Carolina, Alabama, Vandy, LSU, and AM, who are all tied for seventh. Then Mizzou's three and six, so you play coming up, right? And then you have the Rebels right. at three and six. It seven. gives you some hope there, Gary. It does. And, it, and I have hope on the line here. We, we, we all there, have some there's hope. Some, there's some hope we uh, a lot. Some hope. Keep it alive. All right, here we go. We'll be back with Coach Kermit Davis next. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Howdy toddy, gosh almighty. Hello folks, Sleepy Steve's here with Sleepy Steve's Wholesale Furniture and Mattresses. We're a large supplier of mattresses and furniture. Come see us for all your furniture needs. 1218 Sunset Drive, Grenada, Mississippi, 711B, West Park Avenue. Go Rebels, and remember, it ain't easy being sleepy. It ain't easy being sleepy. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Go back into the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm Gary Darby. Hayden King is in. Gordon Ford is in. Unfortunately, our injury report goes pretty deep as well, and our thoughts are again with Chuck, who's not on the program with us uh, today. Big Chuck, got to get you back. The head coach of the Ole Miss basketball team is Kermit Davis. He is on. Coach, uh, how are you? Doing good, guys. Good to be with you again. Absolutely good to have you uh, along the way. We'll let uh, we'll let the big Gordon guy roll out first, Coach. Here he comes. Kermit, uh, that was an extremely tough game this weekend, and um, just – I mean, it seems like y'all are giving it your all, and um, you've had some guys step up. And, you know, Jarkel Joyner played. Uh, how long ago was it that he had his uh, back surgery? It was about a month, you know, and uh, so it's been a while, and I didn't really intend Jarkel to play that many minutes at all. And it was way too many. Not not, not from a health standpoint. I just, you know, but I, I thought he, he showed a lot of character. And, uh, you know, it was, God, it could have been an unbelievable week. To get two quadrant one wins on the road, you know the one at LSU on on Tuesday, and then you know, obviously Deshaun, you know, got the injury, and then uh, then at Florida and gave ourselves every chance. That would have been three in a row, four out of five, and kind of get us right kind of the middle of everything. And uh, so it was just, I mean, we, we played hard. We were just so inefficient offensively for the first eight or nine minutes, and uh, had some turnover problems by Ty Fagan and. You know, just had a chance at the end and uh, just didn't get it done. And uh, so disappointing loss. But, you know, our, our team continues to really, really play with a uh, great passion and, uh, and another really good practice from our team today. Tell us about Joyner. I mean, um, how much can he go? I mean, is he 40%, 70%? I mean, rank where he may be right now. Yeah, you know, I, I think from a health standpoint, he's 100%, Gordon. Now, from a, a conditioning standpoint, you know, he's probably 75% from just conditioning. But it shows you what kind of tough guy he is to play 40 minutes in that game. You know, and been with us for really about a day and a half. Uh, and and his, his comeback was never about Deshaun's injury. It was a plan, you know, about 10 days ago. So we're all looking forward to saying, gosh, against Florida, we're going to kind of have everybody but Robert, you know, and looking forward to having Jarkel play with Deshaun. It didn't work out that way. And uh, he had another good practice today. And uh, he just got things going to take him about a week or two and to round out to kind of really, really, you know, kind of in 100% shape. Hey, Coach Hayden King here. Hopefully you're doing well, brother. Uh, you know, always uh, always want to get two on the road, but one-on-one, you take it and, and move on. Uh, looking ahead to this week, you got Alabama coming to town on Wednesday. And, you know, I've kind of looked at them. They almost got that chameleon effect where they play really good some games and, and win some, and then other times they just don't look uh, that great on the floor that night. What are some things you're looking at getting prepared for this game on Wednesday? Yeah, you know, I mean uh... – if we, you know, if we beat Alabama, we're tied with Alabama, and so you right. got to take small steps to kind of get back in it. 
Uh, you know, you just, I think it just shows the quality of the league guys that they beat Houston, who's sixth, and, and win in Seattle against Gonzaga. You know, and they can lose. You know, they've lost, you know, five or six times in our league. So, you know, I think it's just the depth. They've uh, – it's like it's Kentucky. They had a lot of really good looks. They were three for 30 from three. And, uh, you know, they, they barely got 50 points, a team that's kind of known as one of the best offensive teams in our league. It can just happen. And, uh, you know, so uh, their team is still a really quality team, really, really good players. They just really haven't shot the ball consistently like they did last year. Their defensive numbers aren't, aren't, aren't quite as good. They, the thing about with people, you know, when you win in the SEC – you're usually the top two defenses in the league, and Alabama was the best defense in our league last year. Kermit, I, I watched them against Memphis, and some of the times I've seen where they sort of slow down is when J.D. Davidson, who gets knocked around, and the teams that kind of knock him around uh, sort of throw them off. I mean, is that you know some of the game plan that y'all are looking at? Well, you know, J.D. Davidson's a great talent. He's a young guy. You know, there was three – high-level point guards come in our league out of high school. It was Deshaun Ruffin, J.D. Davidson, and Kennedy Chandler. And obviously the other two have stayed healthy the whole year. And, uh, you know, and, and I love I, I think J.D. Davidson's a really good player. I love our guy as much as anybody or more. I just think Deshaun's terrific. And uh, But he's a great talent. He's growing up as a freshman. And it's just what freshmen do, you know, some good play, bad plays, and maybe not defending uh, all the time. Uh, but he's a really good talent, great kid, and, uh, you know, so he's, uh, you know, you're right. When he's played well, their team has been really good. Coach, have you been through anything like this before? And one of the people on the text message line we didn't get to earlier was how do you keep your guys, you talked about your practice and how upbeat and good it's been. So kind of a combination question. Have you been through anything like this, and how are the guys staying up and prepared and and, and going at this one one by one? Yeah, and I I, I promise you, I hope, I've never sound like woe is me because I didn't want to do that. I, I don't think we could have kept our guys going if we tried to find excuses, so we have not. But facts are facts. And, no, I never have. Not to my best players. I've never had this. You know, uh, guys may be in and out, but never like this. And where you just finally think that you get some momentum and Deshaun's finally finding his way. We all knew he would. And we knew he's going to kind of grow up right in front of everybody because of the least amount of practices. Uh but I have not. And uh, the one way I, I think we've we've just tried to be real positive, our team, we still coach them hard, but just things that are ahead of us, uh, try to point out things, mistakes that we've made, but some good things that we've done. We're still a quality team. You know, I tell them all the time, and it's like I told you, I said, guys, we're a, we're a shot away against Tennessee, shot away against Florida. We screw the Sanford game up. And if you have those three wins, we got 15 wins. We're five and five, and everybody in the country says we're an we're an NCAA tournament team. And our net's about 45 <laughs> or 50. And I said we're three we're three play we're three plays away. So you're not that far away, but you never you know you never you kind of well the old saying you know as bad as you think and never as good as you think. But we still have a a great great locker room guys. That's fun to come to the gym with every day. You know, you look at when y'all came into the season and, you know, y'all signed Nashir Brooks. And, you know, I looked at him, you looked at his stats and, you know, never really kind of tore it up. And, I mean, like, and I've said this before, y'all turned him into like Bill Walton or something. I mean, he gets down there and scores. Uh, he rebounds, blocks shots. And I think he's been more than a pleasant surprise. Yeah, he's been, he's been great. Uh, 
you know, we you always second guess yourself. We ran an isolation play for for Jarkel at the end, and Appleby did, we didn't didn't execute it very well. That's been our trouble in the half court, and didn't, didn't cut as hard. But Appleby did a really good job. I kind of kicked myself of trying to maybe run a little set deal to to, to Nas. I just worried about an entry level pass at the end, and uh, but he has. He's really worked. He's a great guy, great teammate. Uh, and I think we can get him even more shots. The other day, he didn't shoot free throws. You know, the turning point the other day, Gee, if you remember, we're down two. We ran a set play for Morrell. Matt was wide open, missed a three, and they fouled Nas. And the three goes in, and he makes the one and one. It's a five point play. And we missed the three, and then Nas misses the front end, you know. And he has made some unbelievable big free throws this year. Seal Memphis and Seal LSU. Uh, but he's one for four, and uh, we kind of missed some timely ones at the end. Hey, Coach, i got to ask you, since now, um, you know, still obviously with the injuries and whatnot, who are you looking at? Of course, Jarkel coming back uh, kind of easy after the injury. Who are you kind of looking at and pointing to to kind of run this uh, offense right now the rest of the season? Yeah, I mean, I think you guys can see it. I mean, Deshaun is – when we signed him, guys, we thought he was going to play – 30 to 34 minutes a game. He's that special of a talent. And I really think if he's healthy two more weeks, I think he'd have, I think the SEC was fixing to really catch fire. People really started coming to the pavilion just to watch him play. And uh, I hate it for him. I hate it for Ole Miss basketball. Uh, but, you know, we have, I think, some, some good guards. But I think they're combo guards. And I think you see that we don't get as off-ball screen offense – Guys that get the paint and really, you know, pressure the defense. We got to do better with that. Um, you know, just kind of those eight guys that have played. I think Eric Vanderheiden has given us some good minutes. See, he's really guarded. Uh, he had a really good practice today. We still got James White, uh, Grant Slatten right there. We need him. Uh, we've chose to kind of move Jamin to the five and play Eric Vanderheiden and not Sammy as much. You know, and Sammy just. One of those deals that we we just gonna give another guy a chance and thought Eric had beaten him out. Sammy had another good practice today, so you know we're just every day. I've got to do a better job of managing the minutes. Uh, you know, Matt just forty five minutes, Jarkel forty. You know, just got one of those games that our bench is thin, and but we still got to give him some rest. Well, before we let you go, uh, you know, good luck to y'all. What is it going to take to beat Bama? You know, against Alabama, it's clearly is the key. You know, um, you got to get back in transition. Uh, and they, they, but what they've done, though, G, is that they've the best offensive rebounding team in our league the last five games. They're getting almost 16 or 17 a game. Uh, but we got to find ways to score, guys. I'm trying to get our team to play so much faster in transition. And we got to, we, we, we were not as disrupted this year. As you can tell, without Robert Allen, our, our 1 3 1 is not as effective at the top. And so we don't get as many steals. Deflections are down. Uh, you know, we got to get more in transition. Our points per possession is terrific, but we got to get in transition more. We got to speed the pace up, and we're just trying to encourage our guys to do it more and more and more. And so, hopefully, get some easy transition baskets, and uh, you know, just have a night we can really guard three. Well, Coach, we thank you for being on with us uh, again tonight. We wish you the best of luck, and we'll be hopefully chatting about some some W's in the SEC when we come back here. Multiple. Let, let let's roll with that. How about how about it, Coach? That'd be great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate thank it. Be out there. Thanks, Thanks coach. coach. 
All right, so we have Alabama coming up on the schedule. That was, of course, Coach uh, Kermit Davis with us to, to the point that, that, that he had about Alabama. All right, they are 14-9. and nine. They're 4-6, and six, and just one game in that tussle that we mentioned with everybody in front. Uh, but but they have beaten teams, as he mentioned, like number three Gonzaga, right? They beat yeah. them 91-82. I think they beat Baylor, didn't they? They have uh, – they played uh, Gonzaga and, as he said, Houston in back-to-back games – and beat them, um, and the rest of the schedule. I mean, uh, decent teams that didn't. As uh, who did they play in the uh, the SEC Big I Twelve? Say it was Baylor. Wasn't it Baylor? They got Baylor and they beat them eighty-seven to yeah. 70, 78. So they beat those three Two quality right? wins, right? Really quality wins. But but then find a way to to lose some of the games to you know uh, the teams uh, that they're kind of battling with. Lost to Missouri, but you know Missouri's won a few. I get that, right? Yeah. Um, and 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 looking at them, so the, he's right. They I watched some of that game against Kentucky this past weekend. They're going to get up and down the floor. It's yeah. going to be in transition. Now, as he said, he would like to get his guys rolling with them up and down the floor. Uh, and if you can do that, which is what I have seen the times I've watched Alabama, those teams that beat them are able to get up and down the floor with them and get them in transition because that's what they do. They got big dudes rebounding the basketball. They get out and they get on the run. They ended up losing to Kentucky by 11, close game early, and, yeah. and then Kentucky kind of opened it up there. Uh, but they've lost to uh, number one Auburn and number five Kentucky in their their last two games. And Georgia. Well, people forget that that was a bad. That's loss. what I'm saying, right? Yeah. They they can beat the top five teams. Right. They've got some losses to the top five teams, and then they take a bad loss. But I think it does. Because I was surprised when I pulled up the SEC men's standings mm-hmm. to see Ole Miss at three and seven and thirteenth, but a wad of teams with six losses, all the way up in front oh, yeah. to seventh. Yeah. Right, and you're about to play some of those teams. Well, and that's kind of why I said uh, with Coach there, this Alabama team kind of uh, the chameleon effect. Because yeah, they've had three great wins, and then also you've had some some dumpy losses too. So you really don't know what team you're going to be you're going to be playing on Wednesday. Is it going to be the team that comes out and, and takes care of Baylor, right. pretty much was in command of that game the entire time, really. And then you've also had these losses. You just don't know. But that's why you got to show up and, and well, just play. And, and, here, here or like is, you said, that the SEC's just that it good. It is. It is. Yeah. When we look in the standings, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go from that 4-6, and six, South Carolina, Alabama, Vandy, LSU, Texas A&M, Mizzou 3-6, and six, and then Ole Miss 3-7. and seven. It's how they play on the road, yeah, and that's why they're below 500. All of them, yes, all of them. Now, different varying reasons why Ole Miss. We know with the injuries, other teams have them as well. Right. So, where Tennessee lost someone, going to have to have uh, surgery or whatnot. But South Carolina in true road games, two and five. Alabama in true road games, one and five. Vanderbilt in true road games is four and four. Who would have thought that? They have the best. Of that, LSU true road games two and five, Texas A and M three and three, Missouri two and six, Ole Miss one and four. That's it. That's the way you get there. You got to try and play five hundred on the road if you can, yeah. and protect the home court where Ole Miss is ten and four. Right. Well, I don't think Vandy uh, minds being out of that old auditorium the theater thing over there. Yeah, that's tough, man. It is tough. That is a tough place to go and a tough place to sit on either end of that thing right. under goals and do it. But so that there, there, therein lies the deal. What can you do on the road? And you can you can go on up to Florida and Mississippi State at five and four, five and five. States zero oh and five in true road games. Right. And and Florida's two and four. In true road games. The road is where it's won. It is because Auburn, Kentucky, Arkansas, they're seven and oh, four and three, three and two, and then they don't lose at home. Right. 
Auburn's twelve and zero. Right. Kentucky's fourteen and zero. Uh, Arkansas's thirteen and one. Tennessee's twelve and zero at home. And that's what you know. That's why those teams are up there and in the top twenty-five or have their NCAA tournament bid situation right. much better than the ones that are here in the middle. I think you've got the Auburn, Kentucky situation, mm-hmm. Arkansas, Tennessee, trying to work in there with that group, and then everybody else. Yeah. On a given night, yeah. Everybody else on a given night, and there's no there's no cupcake games None. in the SEC. I mean, you saw Georgia got hosed. They had Auburn on the ropes. Should have won the game. It was a charge. It was absolute charge. Yes. If that's a Kentucky Wildcat that gets run into, that's a charge. Yes. And you're going to overtime, right? Or Kentucky may win it with three seconds left. What do we say, Gary? Got to protect the shield. Uh, you know, I mean, look, and and Georgia had played their tails off yeah. in that game. They have played so hard for that game. And you go over there, and it's it's a difficult place, and and not that far for Auburn to obviously travel, uh, but oh, yeah. you can lose in any arena in this league. Sure. When you saw Mizzou. There, there may only be three ranked teams right now in, in Auburn, Kentucky, and Tennessee. You can lose on any floor in the Southeastern Conference. Absolutely. Absolutely. It just amazes me about Georgia's – debacle because i mean they lost a lot of players like ty fagan and some other guy guard a guy that's a point guard at uh kentucky now i mean you know that they would have been a lot better so you know you never know i mean every team in that league has players oh sure yes well, absolutely and yeah. Ole Miss has players it is, right as coach said got to get them to play yeah got to get them to do certain things rodriguez getting 11 boards the other night right it's great just things like sometimes you don't have to score Right, I mean, it'd be he nice. needs to yeah, score yeah, yeah. some. Some, yeah. yes. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, find that role, get that niche, get your minutes, and go. And I know he didn't want to play Jarkel 40, but he had to against Florida. Right. But you watch to. Rodriguez, and you say, you know, something's not right because I mean, he has a nice looking shot. It just seems like he doesn't follow through a lot. And he's had some big games. Yeah. We'll be back with the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment. We'll also take a look at the good, bad, and ugly and finish up this program. It's called the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Radio Hotline. selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no farther than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. 
Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. All right, Gary Hayden and Gordon going to put the finishing touches on this one. They're at halftime at the Pavilion, number 14 LSU, leading Ole Miss 27-23. And Shakira Austin only has two points in 15 minutes for Ole Miss. That's And only unlikely. down four, right? Only yeah. down four. got to figure they get... Her going in the second half, maybe things for Coach Yo uh, can turn it around. Final segment of this uh, program, Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment is presented by Go Orthodontics. Since 1976, they've been offering friendly, affordable, and quality smiles from children to teens to adults to seniors. If you're in Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, Collierville, look for Go Orthodontics. What you got? All right. When it comes to the recruiting, of course, the dead period just started and runs through February the 28th. Offensive tackle Isaiah Autry out of Tupelo visited last weekend. He's the top offensive lineman in the 2024 class. It's his fourth visit to Ole Miss this year. Not uh, surprising since it's only Tupelo. Tupelo so right. probably came over here and decided to, you know, get some groceries and then go check out campus. <laughs> Why not? Making a double whammy. Ole Miss went to see Picayune 2023 running back Dante Dowdle. The 6-2-2-15 player last week nearing an Ole Miss offer. Led state with 2,500-plus yards rushing and named Max Preps Player of the Year in Mississippi. He will definitely be one to watch. 2023 five-star quarterback Arch Manning. Yes, we're going to talk about Arch Manning. He was uh, he eliminated did he Clemson. Come in? Not yet. Okay. But he has a limit. He did not give a rose to Clemson. Let's put it that way. <laughs> From his list. Uh, now stands with your Ole Miss Rebels, Bama, Georgia, and the Longhorns in Texas. 2022 Ole Miss Hoop Center signee Malik Ewing, 6'10", 220 player out of Lilburn, Georgia, has seen his ranking shoot up to the number 72 spot. Ole Miss baseball program picked up a commitment from 2024 center fielder Brent Mosley. He's 6'2", 175, healthy kid out of Trussville, Alabama over the weekend. And Ole Miss baseball rankings for 2022 class sits at number four in the country. I like seeing 6'10", 220 Malik Ewing for an Ole Miss basketball player. Yeah, he's doing too. good. Like yes. seeing that. Uh, and obviously we know baseball recruiting in the top ten uh, through the, the whole football. I was joking uh, before the show started. You're always serious. Kid. Well, uh, no, not always. Not <laughs> always. Because someone that I was following retweeted a kid that announced his top 12 schools at 5 o'clock this afternoon. Oh. Right? Top 12? Right. <laughs> sure. Wait, you're, you, 
were there, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the way the recruiting business is. These kids may not like, with Arch, we got four. This is yeah. it, right? right? I know this is it. This is the four. It would be something way out of the unknown for it to go anywhere else. But then you got all these kids that come out, and here's my top 12, which really means I have no clue. Right. Right? That's what that says. You can be excited if you want to be in the top 12. Yeah. Um, I'm Basically I'm, saying, show me the money, I'm one the, of you 12. I'm when you're that one and the signing ink has dried. Right. All right, my man back in the studio, Rhino, hit that music for the good, uh, the bad, and the ugly. Our friends from Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville helping along. Go ahead. All right, the good. Ole Miss won at LSU earlier last week, 76-72, but it came at an expense, which leads to the ugly. Mm. We'll get to the ugly in a minute. And also, some good, Arch Manning, like we just said, removing Clemson from his list, winding it down to four now, and the Rebs still in the running, which is always good. The bad reports that David Cutcliffe could be going to Texas as an analyst. And, of course, we know the Mannings do exchange Christmas cards with the Cutcliffe's and presents, well. yes, and presents too. Sure, most likely, always. Uh, he's always on the on the nice list, getting some gifts from jolly old Saint Nick. And of course, the ugly, aside from myself, uh, Ole Miss lost to Sean Ruffin for the season with that knee injury last week. As the Rebels still got the win in LSU, but like we said, came at a cost as Ruffin out for the season. Was... Also, the ugly, uh, my bake statement this morning. Oh. It is, it's ugly, it's a mess, and I don't like looking at it. If I could play that song, there's too much month at the end of the money, we'd, we'd finish that way. Yeah, I, sure. I didn't prepare. Yeah. Um, I was so excited to see Ruffin, Joyner, and this crew healthy for this stretch of, I know. of schedule. Yeah. Sad. Yep. Yeah. And it, it, it is, you look, been around athletics enough to know, and we've talked about injuries over and over, that it happens. And when, you know, and I wasn't watching at the time, but someone says his knee buckled, it was non-contact, and I just know being around the Memphis Grizzlies, when you see those non-contact injuries like that, sometimes it turns, out to, be, it turns yeah. out to be the worst. And so we hope uh, for young Ruffin, that's, you know, get things done and come back, and this time next year we'll be having him back out there and playing some basketball. Well, and it just hurt, thing. too, because, you know, he started off the year getting hurt in that first game with his wrist, mm. rehab that, came back, was finally finding his groove here, and like you said, we were ready to see him and, and Jarkel, uh, you know, ham and egging it out there, and well, we're, we're going to have to wait to see it. Yep, it's not uh... – not pleasant. No, no, no. It's not. I mean, pleasant. I about fell out. I was watching the game, then it happened, and thinking that how Jarkel's out there playing, and yeah. you know, a month out of back surgery, you just don't get right quick. You know what I mean? He, he's like you said, he's healthy, his conditioning, but you know that still, thing still hurts. I mean, we're both old dudes. I mean, it's happened to all of us. Alabama on Wednesday, Mizzou on Saturday. Yeah. So we'll see how that runs down. Then it's South Carolina, Georgia the next week. That's why. It's like, come yes. on, man. Um, the possibility of getting them back. And nobody's more disappointed than the young man who got hurt and Coach Kermit who was right. on with us moments ago and have to deal with that kind of stuff. But as he said, I mean, we talked about it a lot. They've talked about it a lot. It's not like you want to say, woe is me, because trust me, Alabama, Missouri, South Carolina, Georgia, they don't feel sorry for you at all. No. They don't feel sorry for you at all. They need the wins just like you need the wins. They're licking their chops right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so hopefully there'll be lots of people at the Pavilion on uh, Wednesday at 730. You going to be there? I will be there. 
bright and early. Is it at 7.30 or 6.30? 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. 7.30. A little later night. I think I can stay up that late. A little later night. Yeah, a little later night. And then it's Mizzou Saturday at 7.30 as well. And then uh, we'll get into the next week, next week, hopefully with Coach and more. Uh, The Rebel Yell hotline for you tonight. Chuck. be shocked from the sweep them. Both of those teams. Which ones? How about both? 4-0, right? I say Missouri and Bama could be big. Okay. All right. Not being a homer. I'm just telling you. The the, the four teams that I just mentioned, you can beat. Yes. But it's going to take eight guys, nine guys, whatever they decide to play, play together, play well. Everybody's got to come do something. To bring it and play two halves. That's right. You know, can't have that nine minute stretch of, of not scoring. Right. Can't have that. All right, guys, thanks for helping us out. Thanks. Right. Hayden, enjoyed Gordon. it, gentlemen. Rhino, thanks to you back uh, at the show as well. That's it. Gary Darby, so long.